Welcome to the Daily Bolster. Each day we welcome transformational executives to share their real-world experiences and practical advice about scaling yourself, your team, and your business. Welcome to the Daily Bolster. I'm Matt Blumberg, co-founder and CEO of Bolster. And I'm here today with Satyan Sangani. Uh, Satyan is the founder and CEO of Alation, which is a late-stage uh, data infrastructure company. Hopefully I got that right in the Bay Area. Uh, welcome to the Daily Bolster, Satyan. It's great to be here, Matt. Good to see you as always. So uh, my topic for you as a founder who has scaled with a company to north of 100 million in ARR is basically how have you done it? How have you scaled yourself up that far? I know that I always used to say at Return Path that I had the same business card for 20 years, but every year or two, it just, it felt like I had a totally different job. Um, what are your uh, sort of top tips for sustaining your own career development? When we started the business, I would constantly go back to my wife and I would say to her, you know, Jigna, if soon as we do this thing, and at first it was the series A, and then it was the series B, and then it was $10 million of revenue, and then it was hiring a certain executive. And I'd say, as soon as we do this thing, it's it's going to get better. And I think, you know, she looks at me now and she just sort of says to me, you know, it's it's never like there's always going to be another thing. Like you're always going to be working on something. And I think the reality of high tech growth is that you're, you're, it's, it's fundamentally, it's a very high stakes game and you're constantly having to up your game and your skills to get better. And so I think one part of the realization is just realizing that there, there's always something else to work on. And for me, the way I've always recognized how to work and what to work on is mostly by getting feedback from my team and often by getting feedback from my customers and investors. The, you know, the team will generally, if you do a structured 360, you'll, you'll get a whole bunch of feedback that people, particularly as founder and CEO, may not necessarily want to give you face-to-face. -face. And so those are opportunities to be able to get feedback. I remember the first time I did it, it was really eye-opening because it was right after our Series B and I hadn't been brave enough to do it prior to that. And people were like, look, you micromanage too much. You uh, don't give us enough agency. There's no structure or organization. We don't know what's important. And that was a pretty rough go for me, but it but it made me really think about how, how to build an operating system and how to get people focused and aligned and how to let them have their space. But that's changed in multiple points in the journey. And I think the feedback is really the best way to sort of constantly react. So you're never done. Get feedback. The steady diet of feedback is absolutely critical. Yeah. Because it changes. The inputs are going to change that. So, And they always will if you're trying to do something hard and try to do something new. Yeah. All right. Um, so feedback is one piece. What's another piece? I think the other is managing your own energy. Uh, the, these roads are long. And, and, and if you're obviously, if you're successful, they're long. And I think even in some ways, if you're unsuccessful, they're even longer because they just become super stressful. And so being able to, and look, I'm not the best at this, but just working on yourself, working on your health, working on your mind, making sure that you're emotionally centered and balanced, 
all of those things matter because you're constantly changing. You know, because of there's constant change, you have to be centered in order to be able to react to that change, to listen to the feedback. And sometimes that's hard to do if you're not centered or if you're really anchored to a particular way of thinking. And that centering can really help you do your best. And so it's really hard to do, particularly when there's constant moments of stress and constant moments of of of, of new information that you're dealing with. Um, sometimes you feel like you're running from fire to fire, but that that can be really helpful. And I feel like even though I give that advice, I'm still constantly working on it. And I don't know, like you could always get better. You can always get better. That's right. Now, so look, the, your first your first suggestion creates awareness. Your second one is work on the things that you you hear and feedback. Um, do you have a third part? Yeah, and it probably is also you know a constraint to the other two, which is that y- you get feedback, and often there'll be twenty different things that you'll have to work on. And one of the things that I've come to realize is it's fair to say, hey, I agree with this feedback. I'm actually not going to work on it. I agree with, or I disagree with this feedback. I'm just going to completely ignore it because often I, I'll have gotten a 360 and there'll be somebody who says, oh, you need to give us way more direction and way more specificity and tell us exactly what to do. And other people in the same 360 will say, oh, but you know, you, you've, you've got to um, actually uh, give us more space. And so there's sometimes conflict and that's an example, although, you know, there's, there are many others. I find that um, you have to pick one or two or three things and make those the themes of your work as you're trying to improve. And, you know, you'll get to the end of the year and there'll be a new three things that won't always be the same, but, but trying to really focus on how you're going to improve yourself as opposed to taking on the world can be really helpful, both to your own sanity, but also to just being able to make some progress. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, one of the ways um, that, that I always dealt with the conflicting feedback problem um, is uh, we, we sort of migrated our 360 process over the years um, from form-based to interview-based to live moderated session. Um, and then ultimately to live moderated session where I was present in a, mm. in, in a listening and questioning mode. Um, and obviously you have to have a culture that, that can handle that, but the, the, at, at a minimum, the, 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 the second one down, that sort of live moderated session, um, where, you know, there was a coach or a facilitator present was perfect because someone would say a, and someone else would say not a, and then the coach would say, all right, time out, let's yeah. talk about this. And, it, you know, invariably you, you, you get some, uh, a, a more helpful response by doing that. But but I think you're totally right. There are times where um, the feedback is relevant and top of mind for you and you know it's the right thing to do. And there are times where, you know, maybe it's something you have to do down the road. Yeah, and it's hard. I mean, ultimately, and, you know, sometimes you're, the, the, the best feedback often is the stuff that you're most likely to disagree with initially. Like it kind of stings when you hear it the first time around. And that, but, but that can be really powerful. And I think, it, 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 the more you do it, the better you get at it, or at least I feel like the more I've done it, you know, the first couple of times it really stung. And then it's like, okay, it's, this is just, you know, the work. It's like anything. Practice makes perfect. Just doing the work. Yeah. All right. Sachin, thank you so much for being with me today. Always. Thank you, Matt.